Sports banter with Mr. Peanut and the polar bear. And we got special guest appearance, Mr. Bobby Cardosa, aka the dude who flipped <laughs> the bird to the Dodger fan. The finger hit around the, the world. The finger <laughs> around the world. What's up, man? Welcome aboard. Thanks for having me. Yeah, my absolutely. First, uh, first podcast. First podcast, probably. I'm very surprised that it's the first I after that. I was about to say, well, probably no. high demand. First and only, believe it or not, I had a few uh, different podcasts reach out. I kind of declined them all. Like I said, I'm kind of a mellow guy. I wasn't really looking for that, but you guys are local boys. Know a lot of my buddies. So there you go. The local vibes. I mean, I feel like that goes right into the viral video that happened. You know oh, what I mean? of course. Um, let's just set the scene, shall we? <laughs> just an absolutely beautiful scene. Uh, you know, it's game three of the Dodgers Padres looking for our first sweep in a while. We got the vibes are rolling. I was watching on TV. I mean, you can feel the energy there. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can speak to that too, Bobby. The energy at that stadium was ridiculous. Like, all season, really, but yeah. You know, you know how it is when the Dodgers come to town. <laughs> it it gets, brings it up to a whole other level. Kind of has that Raiders Charger. Oh, totally. Like, yeah. Intense atmosphere. That's great. Great, great call there. So, our guy here is right in the thick of it, baby. Represent. Making sure, you know, we're heard. We're seen. People don't fuck with us. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of explain, like, you know, your seats and who you're with and kind of, you know, the vibes around where you're at. Yeah, so I wasn't even supposed to be at this game. Um, wow. I was flying out to Boston the following morning. Uh, one of my buddy, Luke, he calls me. Buddy, I got tickets to the game. We're going. I was like, bro, I got to be up early. Whatever. We end up going to the game. <laughs> so the tickets are parked in the park. Okay. Probably shouldn't say this. Those weren't even our seats. That's <laughs> all right. That so, makes it ten times better. That, that makes it way better. <laughs> that's yeah. a that's your move. That's yeah. a bad move. Don't tell me I'm the first one to do that. Yeah, no, there's no, no, no way. Been doing that since Qualcomm. So uh, we get to the game. <laughs> we uh, park in the park. We're like, no, no, no. Let's scope it out. Yep. Where's their open seats? Which it's hard to find when it's a game like that mm -hmm. against the Dodgers. You yeah, know, those are those are sellout. Sell yeah. yeah, especially if you're with a large group. Absolutely. So there was luckily it was three of us. Uh, so uh, we go to right field, we grab our beards and whatnot, we just kind of fit in. Mm -hmm. We see a few seats right next to each other, right? Probably five yards That's away from insane. the foul pole. So we sit down, Dodger fans, Padre fans, we're doing our thing. I think around the third inning, the people show up for the seats. Mm -hmm. You know, we play it oh, down, look yeah. at our phone. Oh, shit. Yeah. We're in the wrong seats. <laughs> Literally the section over, probably about 10 seats over, another batch of three. So we look at there each other. There you go. Perfect. Oh, these, must, these must be our seats. Right. It's <laughs> destiny. <laughs> and we're going to keep moving. Yeah, we're just going to get closer and closer. Until we settle in. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, second try, though. That's it. And we got yeah. it for the whole game. Oh, right? wow. So, of course, the row in front, two rows in front of mm -hmm. us, Dodger fans. Yep. A group of probably five buddies. All right. Yeah. Um, but I think two of them, they were Padre fans. Okay. So, you know, they weren't the Dodger fans looking for fights and whatnot, right. you know. It seemed like a different kind of vibe, too. When you watch the video, it doesn't seem like a like fight about to occur. It's kind of like a, it's oh, a, it's a game banter. Yes, you know of course. I mean? like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going for our guys, you're going for your guys, but fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And a, and a lot of people reached out and they were like, yo, did you know this guy? Some people were like, they had to have been buddies. Oh, okay. Did they fight oh, after they really? Game? That's interesting. Yeah. I never thought that. No. <laughs> I was like, absolutely not. And so... 
I mean, you know how it is at a baseball game with opposing fans. Like, mm-hmm. Padres go up, we're yelling. Yep. Dodgers hit a bomb, they're yelling. Yep. You know, Especially at Petco, too. Yeah. yeah, it's back and forth the whole game. That's what's the great thing about baseball in any sport. Is mm-hmm. you get so you're saying you're going back and forth with these just naturally? Or is it like these this group of people specifically and you guys? Yeah, it's actually it's actually okay. just us. Okay. Not even everybody around <laughs> us. We're focused in. We, we were actually around a lot of uh, a lot of adults, a lot of kids. Right. Um, so they were just chilling, enjoying the game. Sure. Um, but you know, it makes it a lot. It's a lot more fun when you go back. And yeah, forth. of course. You get a little chirp going. Yeah. You know, we're trying to get that sweet it's baby. Way more entertaining, especially <laughs> now how uh, the Potters are rolling. Yeah. So we're going back and forth. The kid, he was he was about my age. He was a good guy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, all of a sudden, Crony hit the double, mm-hmm. and it kind of sealed the deal for us. I'm high fiving all around, <laughs> and the guy looks at me, and I just give it to oh, him. Man. And it's funny because he he looked at me. The way he looked at me was like he was waiting for that. Oh yeah, really? Okay, you that's kind of how I interpreted it. Following the video, I'm like, yeah, he gave it to him, and he just ah, fuck, I accept this. Exactly. You know? yeah, he, he honestly exactly. like took his head, like fuck. Um, and so. You know, my phone was blowing up after that. A couple of my buddies right after that hit me up, and they were like, dude, we saw you on TV. That's hilarious. And I reached back, and I was like, oh, that's comedy. Like, whoop de whoop I didn't think anything of it, you know? <laughs> um, and I told my buddy right before, not before, but during the game, I looked at him, and I was like, dude, you know how many Padres games I've been to? I have never been on the Jumbotron. Oh, my God. Ever. Well, there you that go. How funny. <laughs> you beat the Jumbotron. Yeah, exactly. The Jumbotron. You got the world Jumbotron but, now. Uh, before we jump into you know the viral yeah, nature yeah, of it, yeah. um, the thing that people love the most is that you kind of like set it up. It was like threw a little juke at him, like high five yeah. into into the bird, <laughs> and the bird itself was textbook, absolute <laughs> textbook. So you know where do you, where does one learn a bird? Like that? <laughs> the thing is, it wasn't even intentional. I guess I'm just a smooth guy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Listen, that's what I was thinking. You just kind of like in the moment. And, you know, the way that ESPN picked it up, and then it's just this moment. You're, oh, like, yeah. You don't know you're on camera either. No idea. So you're just kind of in the moment, and you lock eyes with the Dodger fan, and he somehow is looking at you, and it's just kind of, it flows. You know, sometimes. That's what makes it so good. Sometimes at these games, um, the camera guy, they let you know, hey, right. you're about to be on television, this and that. Yep. There was none of that. Yeah. <laughs> there was none of yeah, that. Yeah, the fact that that camera guy just caught that glimpse. I mean, well, right time, right place, right. right? I mean. And then the beauty of it is, if somehow they were to know that that was going to happen, no way they put no, it. No. It's no, ESPN. No, no, it's a national yeah. broadcast. So they the immediately higher... like peer away and it's like, no, nah, no, we got you. <laughs> we're in there. The camera guy was probably like, shit. So I think like, that's what? what made it better is the fact that it was just. It's a classic, like, exactly. guy was, running on the field, they peer away. Exactly. You know, it's it something was, that they don't want to see. But honestly, it didn't, and tell me, correct me if I'm wrong, but it didn't seem like it was like a malicious bird like we're talking no, about. No, not at all. Yeah, like okay. I said, we were going back and forth. They were our age, you know. He was with yeah. pa- other Padre fans. It sure. was all love. Yeah. You know, it was exactly. friendly it's sports fancy. Right. All in fun, man. Yes, That's sir. So, you know, obviously the I video, mean, we've all given the bird to someone at a game, but the fact yeah, that some birds on, are more angry than others. Yeah. You know, that one... It's like you're setting up a joke. You're like, ha, 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 boom. (laughs) That's what made it so good. And then that's what makes it go into this viral nature, I think. Because not only is it just like a... It's just like a, you know, bird to a Dodger fan. But it also has like more of a meaning of where the Padres have been at 
yes. and where we're at now. That's how I have felt about no, it. No, I agree. I think it kind of stems from where the Padres are now and how this, and we've talked about it. I mean, mm-hmm. Bob even brought it up, right? It's that feeling of what the Padres are now. And mm-hmm. it's just the Padres are in this place right now where it's like, fuck you. We're right. here to rule. Here. Yeah. What's and up? Exactly. And that's kind of the vibe. We've been of, chipping away at this shit yeah. for too long. We're here to play now. That's kind of the vibe of the city anyway. We just haven't had that like team to like back it up. Yeah. And now we got that team. Like we got Machado, Tatis, like the names go on and on. But that bird just signifies to me like we're fucking here. Exactly. And we don't give a shit about the Dodgers, Giants, anybody. Like we're coming for the whole deal. I mean, I mean, listen. I got sing- <laughs> listen, listen, listen here, boys. Listen. I got singled out because I was on camera, right? But I want to give a shout out to everybody at that stadium because I guarantee Love. you there were fifty more birds <laughs> oh, yeah, that were flying around. Oh. It's that energy, agree. man. It's it's that we're here, like let's get it mentality. Like exactly. we're not waiting for you to win anymore. Like we got the team, we got the squad now. Yeah, and I think the icing on the cake was definitely that it was a Dodger. Let's just, oh, yeah. let's and, just put that and honestly, there. his reaction kind of played into the whole thing, too, because he just kind of like laughed it off, like, ah, he got me. <laughs> yeah, head went down. I'm pretty sure he left after that. I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't I you? Would, I mean, my, fu- imagine my that, whole life just got... Imagine uh, that guy's viral experience. He's the guy that got birded. <laughs> you want me to tell you about yeah. that, or are we going to wait until later? No, we're, let's get into the viral nature of it. So, so my phone was blowing up. Uh, yeah. I was ready to throw it in the river. I couldn't do it, you know. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not that guy. But yeah. So it actually happened. Like I said, I went to Boston the next morning. Uh, my friend, she got us tickets to go to the uh, Yankee Red Sox game. Okay. Never been in oh, that nice. stadium. That's on the bucket list. Yeah, yep. of course. That's that's besides bucket the bucket list game too. Yeah. But on the flight, uh, five five and a half hour flight, we had Wi-Fi, and so I was like, this is the perfect time to reach like like everybody's you yep. know everybody reaching out thank you thanks for all the love the support whoopie whoop you know mm-hmm. you don't want to just leave them a social media superstar in less than 10 hours no, literally, and now he's on the plane going all right i gotta look let me catch no, everybody was, that was like respect though because like at his story it was like so small oh yeah no like, i agree it was like jay-z or something like <laughs> didn't think 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 it's the same like it's the same five seconds of the immaculate bird. Oh, I was trying to show appreciation to right. everybody. Yeah. Us, you know, I was trying to do all I can. But, uh, and so I'm going through all these DMs and messages and one, uh, uh, this one uh, message, this guy goes, bro, we're famous. And I go to his page and it's the guy. And so I reply. Sons and four guy. No, 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 no. Oh. This is the Dodgers guy. Oh, it's the Dodgers. This is oh, the Dodgers God. guy. Yeah. Oh, it were. Oh, that's it's good. Yeah, we're famous. And, and so I reply, and I said, "We." I said, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> I said, "I'm famous for a day and a half, bro." Yeah. I said, "Nobody's worrying about you." It, it, it was hilarious. You're a pawn. You're, you're a the pawn guy that, my that received the bird, and you're uh, expecting. That's Everything. such a funny response, though, because, like, I mean, you don't know the guy, so mm-hmm. it's like, you can say whatever. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter, up. but it's like, yeah, we're famous. I'm putting in all the work. <laughs> How here. you responded to that was perfect. I'm putting in all the legwork here. Yeah, it was great. But between, so people were reaching out, restaurants, yep. bars. San Diego base. Everybody yep. in San Diego. We're talking free drinks, free food, tabs on us. What did I have? I had free haircuts. I had uh, tattoos. Oh, wow. A medical uh, marijuana. They hit oh, me shit. up. Shout out, Dylan. I got you. Because <laughs> um, I don't do that. Yeah. Uh, a couple of season ticket holders at Padres games, they reached out. 
Yeah, uh, bro, let me give you a couple tickets to the game. We have mm-hmm. seats behind home plate. Uh, so, I mean, let's stop right there. Like, what does that feel like to have that kind of love coming back from the city that you're from, like, we grew up in, and then yeah. you have that moment where, you know, you didn't mean to have it, you know, spiral like this, be viral like that, but now you're getting so much love back from, you know, the Immaculate Bird. Oh, dude, it feels great. Just to know everybody reaching out enjoyed the Padres mm-hmm. just as much as I do, if not more. Yeah. I mean... It's community, if, right? If, if that wasn't me and I saw the guy on TV, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. I mean, granted, 100%. I don't have season tickets or anything like that, <laughs> but if I did... But you would have shown love, this right? Guy. Like, yeah. how you're saying is you would have shown love, like, hey, man, I appreciate that you've essentially stepped up and shown, like, hey, we're respect... We need to be respected as Padre fans. Yeah. And this is how much love we have for our team. I mean, I understand what you're saying. Man. That's... I agree. I would have done the exact same thing. So the list goes on. Uh, there's a club in downtown called Park. Yep. Uh, G Easy. He's a rapper. I don't know if you've heard of him. Uh, he's performing there, and uh, one of the promoters was like, "Dude, you're getting it for free. Shots on us." But uh, actually, on Friday, which is before G Easy comes, uh, I don't know. You guys probably know Gary Bupre. He's the DJ yep. for FOMO. Yep. The guy's a legend. I'm not the legend. He's the legend. <laughs> Love so it. So he's going there on Friday. We're all going to be there. I mean, it's a it's an insane story. And it's an awesome one because of what we're saying. I mean, all the different facets of, first of all, and, you know, it's going viral on Twitter. And then the outpouring of love of the Padre fans. Yes. You know, our man is a, a gif over here. He's a gif now. And for good reason. It's like Someone any spray group, paint his picture next to Tati. Something Do whatever you need. And any group, like, chat that you have now and when you can, like, get your buddy on something, like, you can just send them that, that bird. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. But yeah, just going further of the people that have contacted you and, you know, the wildness that that is, because I can tell, like, you know, you're a chill dude and, like, it's not, like, that wasn't why you did it, you know? Yeah. Nor would 99,000 times, like, out of 100,000 times, like, that happened, but it did happen, so. Um, going further of, like, who contacted you, who was, uh... The... You know, you know, a new celebrity that came on the, <laughs> that came on the web a, a few days ago, maybe a week or two ago. Was uh, I'm sure you guys have heard of the Sons and Four guy. Sons and Four That's guy. That's right. We have. So <laughs> we appreciate him. Yeah. <laughs> so I reached out to the Sons and Four guy because my buddies, my family, they wanted me to sell T-shirts. Mm-hmm. They're like, dude, you got to do it. And I was like, you know, get some I extra don't bread. Know. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, you sell a few shirts, you can make a couple thousand bucks. Quick. Yeah, for sure. And so I wanted to reach out to the Sons and Four guy and just because he—that's what he's doing right now. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know if he's making money, if it's worth it. And so, uh, I didn't think he was going to get back to me, but he did quick. And so, <laughs> so we, I mean, he definitely saw the clip. Then. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Who didn't? Shit. Right. True. Um, I actually got notes in Boston too, but yeah. we'll talk about that. Well, yeah, that's I over that. <laughs> so I'm going back and forth with the sons and four guy and he's like, yeah, man, like you got to do it. Like you got fame right now. It's not going to last for too long. But, um, he brought up the Colorado Rockies. Padres game in Colorado where the Padres fan rocked yep. the Rockies guy. Which we've Florida, talked about. Knocked yep. him out. And so I was like, dude, that is one of my best friends. <laughs> I worked with the guy for a few years in Little Italy. And so he was, uh, he wanted to know about him. And I was like, dude, why are you so curious about him? And so the Sons and Four guy is affiliated with Barstool. Mm-hmm. And he texts me back and he goes, I want that guy on Rough and Rowdy. He was like, we need to set up a match. Unbelievable. 
That's crazy. And uh, it's funny because uh, and your my, buddy's probably down. Oh, sure. my buddy's yeah. so down. Yeah. He, he he's 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 wild. He's a tough matchup. I he's think. He's wild. <laughs> he's it would be matchup. a great fight. Yeah. And so I actually uh, I texted him and I was like I told him what the deal was and he was like, only thing he responded was set it up. <laughs> that was it. Like that was it. Now, now you're promoting it. him. <laughs> and this guy doesn't even have social media. I kind of told him what rough yeah. and rowdy was and just set it up. Set it up. Set I mean. Say less. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Say no evidence. more. Man, that's insane. That's an insane dude. story. Well, first of all, it's such a small world. Like you know, the other guy, and yeah. then you reach out to the Suns and Four guy, who I'm sure is getting blown up too from his yeah. own viral experience. It's kind of like a little community within a community. Absolutely. The viral, the viral life. I feel like we're all brothers. Yeah. It's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a good call. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, just going back to you being at this Padres-Dodger game, like, what was the atmosphere like? And, you know, we ended up winning the game, winning the series, so, or sweeping the series, excuse me. Yeah. Um, yeah, just kind of taking through, like, what it was like being around that kind of group of Padre fans celebrating that. Absolutely. So, uh, obviously, the game ended. Padres won. We got the sweep. Everybody's going nuts. So, me and my buddies, we're leaving the stadium. And it's funny because you see more Dodger fans walking around than you do when yeah. you're in the seats. That's right. exactly what I said. Totally agree. The they seem yeah. like there's a million of them. So when you yeah. like leave, when you go through the exits, it's it feels like you see more Dodger fans than Padres yeah. fans. Yeah. And so I'm with my two buddies, and we're still fired up about the game. <laughs> and we don't even realize that we're you damaged for 24 right. hours. We have no idea. <laughs> uh, besides, like, a couple of good friends that reached out. Right. And so we're walking out of the stadium. Dodger fans are looking at us. We're looking at them. And we get the, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> oh, nah, shit. Nah, nah, nice. And everybody chimes in. That's beautiful. And then once that <laughs> once that kind of dies out, this this goes for a block. And then we get the, COVID ring. COVID <laughs> ring. Because when we were doing the na 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 na, their response was, we just got a World Series. Like, yeah, what do you guys yeah. have, you know? Right, and sure. So that's when, dude, that's a COVID ring. Get yeah. out of here. I that's, love that. I love Get that. Out that's quick that. thinking. That's exa- exceptional response. And, exceptional. And I can't knock it. Like, a ring's a ring. I'm not even yeah. that guy to bring that up. But when right. you're going back and forth, oh, yeah. you're, no, it's, you're it's digging all fair deep game. in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> you got you to gotta say what you can say to you get to You say whatever you need to say to make sure you get the upper hand. Exactly. And, you know, whatever. But, Absolutely. Um, yeah, man. That's, uh, <laughs> first of all, that's hilarious. That the, is... the, remember the Titans, na 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 na. I mean, that's. Yeah. I, I'm shocked they even came back from that. It's like, I mean, come on. You've, you've lost. That's that's what I was even comparing it to. I was I was looked at my buddies and I was like, dude, what is this song even from other than the yeah, Titans? I was like, right. did that movie originate this song? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is the deal? Right. I had to go on YouTube and type it in. <laughs> oh my god, dude. But um yeah, I mean anything else you got for us? Like, do you have anything in the works? Shirts? You gave us a couple. We d- deeply appreciate that. I oh, love that. Absolutely. I mean, so these shirts, if anybody wants some, you could DM me on Instagram and I'd be happy to send some out, but I'm not going to promote them anything like that. Sure. You know, it, it's all, it's all fun and games. Uh, but something that's kind of cool is, um, you guys are Padres fans. Are you guys uh, familiar with David Wells? David Wells. Absolutely. Yeah. Boomer. Yeah, boomer. So he, uh, he went to my high school. Um, this so was, was Plumlum, right? Plumlum yeah. High School, uh, back in the early '80s. He so their team went to CIF twice. They won the second time, but my uncle uh, was David Wells' designated catcher. 
no. oh, wow. all throughout high school. That's crazy. So that that's pretty sick. So yeah, like I said, been a Padres. I'm a lifer. Yeah, you know this goes. That's why this it's is so generational. beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. That is why it's so beautiful. Yeah, and a I lifer think... gets that shine. Exactly. And it, because the bird again, it means more than just a bird. It does. It means we're in your face, bro, and we're winning this game, and we're taking the shit. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, as you and I have talked about it on our podcast, we've gone through the, you know, Why trials and so tribulations yeah. of like, oh, fuck, man, can't we just get a team that's consistent, things like that. And now that we're at that, you know, atmosphere, upper echelon, if you will, of baseball, and we're, you know, we're just showing people who, who we finally are and who we've waited for. I mean, yeah. that's. That's and, what the bird to me means. And it's this is all the shit we've gone <laughs> exactly. through is right here <laughs> in the fucking bird, and it's great, and I love it, and it just it it, it again it was it would, was awesome. Would man. you agree with that, Bobby? Absolutely. I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> care what anybody says. The Padres are here. Yeah. We're gonna be here for the next decade at least. I agree. Love it. Um, we're living in the present. It's our time. Bobby. It's been an absolute pleasure. It has, man. You thank on. you so much for coming on. Um, thank you guys for having me. Thank we you will, for the uh, shirts as well. Yeah, Absolutely. we'll have to go to a pods game and bird everybody in sight. <laughs> <laughs> if they deserve it. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Even if they don't deserve it. <laughs> uh, shout out Sports Fantasy. Between the Montreal Canadiens and Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, we got the Lightning up 1-0 who were the COVID champs last year. So I'm fired up for that. Me too. I agree. And, you know... I know Bobby was kind of touching on it, and you even said it just now. I mean, they had this COVID Stanley Cup win, which to a lot of people, especially me, I mean, I'm I'm in the sense of if you won a World Series, a Stanley Cup, during COVID, you are going to be... Second guess. Second guess. It doesn't count really as a, yeah. as a, you know, let's just stick to the Stanley Cup. It doesn't really count as a Stanley Cup. So to me, thinking of the, you know... Tampa Bay Lightning and their impact on the Stanley Cup, my initial thought was, well, this is really going to show if they deserve to win this. Yeah. And, and it, know, only would, it would probably solidify that last championship to people who would second-guess it. Not that they matter, but I think it helps your you know, identity as a team of like, yeah, we were good last year and we're good this year. I completely agree. Um, and then the back-to-back champs look seems different. You know what I mean? It does. It gives a little more, you know, street cred to Tampa Bay with their two Stanley. I mean, they won the Stanley Cup last year, but then now to also be, you know, playing in your second Stanley Cup back-to-back years, that just shows that you guys are a good ass team. Exactly, and you know, I don't, I don't know if you watched uh, Monday's game, but I watched Monday's game. Smoke job. It was five to one. Five to one. Yeah, and. I will say this, and I was, I was talking about this earlier off camera, was the fact that, you know, how Tampa Bay came out and played was they came out to play showing, hey, we're here to fuck shit up. Yeah. And, you know, if you looked at it, a lot of that game, Tampa Bay was across the red line on Montreal's mm-hmm. side. I mean, they had more shots. They were playing better. They were playing more aggressive. And honestly, I think Tampa Bay's got an exceptional goalie. Mm-hmm. Andre, some Russian last name, because he is from. <laughs> Sounds about right. He's from Russia. Yeah, and I mean, there was in the beginning of the game, you actually saw a couple shots where he actually lost the puck mm-hmm. and was able to recover really fast. Yeah. So, to me, that you know, I I don't know, that game was just, it kind of set the tone for Stanley Cup. I'd love to see you know, 
I know we're watching the Padres. Of course, we're going to watch the Padres, but I'd like to see the highlights or at least catch you know late half of the game uh, tonight because yeah, you know. And I think you know when the Stanley Cup is on the line in hockey, it's you know obviously the alpha of everything that you're working for and with a Canadian team and an American team I love that dichotomy and that matchup um kind of stinks that Canada doesn't have full capacity of the fans because Florida is the exact opposite where they have been full capacity since the beginning of COVID so (laughs) um, that's an interesting uh difference I don't know if it makes a tremendous difference when you're playing but I'm sure the Canadians would love to have their full Montreal crowd there I mean it would be crazy I watched the whole beginning ceremony last game of the Stanley Cup. It was in on, Tampa Bay, right? It was in Tampa yeah. Bay. And honestly, I was watching in my house. Uh, I'll set the scene, if you will. I was watching in my house, <laughs> eating dinner. And I, as I'm watching it, I was actually getting, like, goosebumps yeah. and getting excited. Oh, they, do a, they do a great job in hockey. Uh, Mr. Pina, yeah. it was... Exceptional. 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 Great didn't do it justice. Excuse me. No. And a big thing, too, (laughs) is they were – a lot of the commentators were talking about how last season during the COVID Stanley Cup, these players did not get this experience. Right. So if you've – you know, a lot of these guys have – I think – I think uh, Tampa Bay and Montreal, I mean, I don't think they have anybody underneath five seasons on their team. But the fact of the matter is, is that atmosphere affects you. Uh And – Man, they were. It was loud. It was constant motion of the game. I mean, ups and downs. It it was just. It was great to see. I. I, I'm not a huge hockey fan, but I've definitely gotten more into it, and Mm -hmm. I'm. I'm learning more about the game. I'm appreciating the game more, and it's just so cool. And just that feeling of watching that was just exceptional. Yeah, and I think uh, another huge part of the Stanley Cup is the national anthem and O Canada. Um, that moment is huge in hockey. Yeah. Game one, the national anthem, the fans are going nuts. Um, and O Canada, when, you know, if Montreal's whole uh, crowd was there, it's a crazy moment of yeah. this whole country's behind you. Yes, so I, I agree with that. I think that's a disadvantage for Montreal, just in terms of, it's not going to make the difference of the game, but in terms of getting started early and getting you fired up, having that feeling within you and if athletes listening, like, you know what I'm talking about. It's crazy because you feel like you could run through a wall. You feel like nothing is going to stop you and you go a little bit faster, a little bit harder, your cuts are a little sharper. Um, and that's all adrenaline based, based on the environment and atmosphere that you're in. So the way that Tampa Bay was playing on Monday they were. Felt like that. It felt like yeah. that. They were feeding off the energy from Tampa Bay, and also just to that note, is the fact is, Tampa Bay is already a chippy team. Like they got about three or four guys on their team that are high motors. They're not. Don't fuck with them. They're gonna fuck <laughs> with you. But they're also gonna kind of annoy you during the game to yeah. get into your mind, and it just is exceptional and. A, Again, I'm 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 very excited for this Stanley Cup. It's very, it's cool that I'm getting a lot more into it as well. So yep. I'm understanding that, and just to see two really good teams. But you are right. I mean, I think with Montreal having that limited capacity, it definitely, like you said, it affects how quick their team started up. Because sure. Tampa Bay, man, they started right up. Yeah. And Montreal, you know, you, you got to be able to pick that shit up quick, right. man. So they're gonna have to find a different 
gear to get them going yeah. in game two tonight. So we'll see if they can tie it up. Last game in Phoenix to kind of spoil mm-hmm. their clinching game. And tonight's going to be another war. Um, yeah, I mean, what do you... Uh... I mean, you know, with everything going on with... Uh, what's his name? Uh, is Trey Young hurt? That's or a no? different series. Oh, sorry, my bad. Um, oh, that's right. See, there you go. I'm getting names all, right. all mixed up. <laughs> Uh, go ahead, Rick. You just <laughs> That's a, I like I'm that. already I'm already thinking about Flummoxed. a different game. Flummoxed. Um, That's right. I'm thinking about so the Almighty Bird. Basically, <laughs> the Clippers now are without Kawhi Leonard. Yes, we've discussed it in depth. And Paul George has stepped up uh, to be that next you know leader. There we go. Uh, he was already the leader, but now he's kind of taking the team on his back, so to speak, to you know get the points that they need. Um, I don't, you know, it's a very interesting matchup because when the Suns play their game, which is, you know, pass the ball consistently and get Devin Booker his shots, mm-hmm. Chris Paul setting people up and getting the open shot and making that, they're a very tough team to beat. Um, the Clippers' defense last game made the difference, and they jumped out to, you know, about a 24 run out right out the gate. Oh, wow. And the Suns came back, but, you know, the the Clippers pushed back at the end, too, so... Um, it's going to be a completely different setup today because I feel like Clippers are kind of getting momentum rolling, right? So Tyron Lue sure. went through this with LeBron and Kyrie. They were down 3-0, came all the way back. Um, now the Clippers are down 3-1. Now it's 3-2. And if they win this, I mean, the pressure's really on the Suns at that point. It's not the Clippers because no. they had two closeout games to do it. So... If the Suns don't take care of business tonight, it's going to be really interesting to see what Game 7 looks like. And, you know, there might be panic mode in Phoenix if that does go down. I think, it, you know, you bring up a good point. I mean, I think as, as a NBA or any team, you know, when you start, when you get that, you know, that low, 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 and then you now have this upswing, like you were saying, yep. it really puts an impact on the team that, you know, is getting... a on that upswing right. it's like hey guys we can fucking do uh-huh. this we're on, we're on the hot hand let's let's keep playing this way and let's push through and again like you said pushing that into it that'd be great to see for the nba and the clippers literally just did that last series so i'm thinking they are already confident enough like mm-hmm. they're not like oh you know this series is over nor would you think any team would be but i think other teams are different depending on how they play and the clippers just being in this situation last series are thinking hey we got this man we got our home home court, um, you know, Kawhi's out, but we figured out how to win without him, and we're going to make this happen with the guys we got. So I'm I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be a close game because you have, you know, Suns just trying to close it out. They're a, good, they're a great team, obviously, and the Clippers trying to, you know, keep this thing rolling and see if they can make this happen without Kawhi. So yeah, uh, I think it comes down to the performance of Paul George 100%. Uh, if he's off, they, the Clippers don't have the firepower to, you know, make up for that. So he needs at least 30. 40 would put him over the oh, edge. Oh, shit, yeah. That's... Um, and on the other side, if Devin Booker goes off and Chris Paul go off, or if a role player gets, you know, 15 points like Jay Crowder, uh, they're going to be in good shape. So it's going to come down to performances, which easily said, very simply said. Course, but yeah. really it comes down to who shines in these, you know, giant stages yeah. and who's going to show up. That I agree. I mean, I think it's going to be tough for both the teams, but like you said, there's you need to kind of 
how is everybody going to respond to this, right? Right. And that's that's going to be pretty exceptional to see. And I'm, I'm hoping it turns out, right? Right. <laughs> and then on the other side, Eastern Conference, we got Hawks-Bucks tied at 2-2. Hawks have been the big surprise coming out of the East. Uh, they actually won yesterday without Trey Young, their you know star lead guy. And Lou Williams stepped up and hit 19 points. So that's a really interesting series as a basketball fan because you figure – you know, without even knowing anything, just based on sports in general, if your main guy goes out, you're in bad shape. Yeah. You'd think, well, you know, the other team's going to take advantage of that. Exactly. This was the complete opposite. Are you versatile enough to, you know, respond? And I guess that shows you how good you have to be to even be in the NBA, you know? And a lot of the guys on the bench, like, don't get the credit they probably deserve. But you get a guy like Lou Williams, who's been in the league for a long time, finally gets his shot to be not the guy in the team but he's gonna step in for Trey Young and he drops 20 points I mean he wasn't the sole reason they won that game but it shows that the Hawks aren't gonna just fold because their stars out yeah and I, I think I think you bring up a good point in that I think it kind of shows too, you know that guy on the on the bench that may not get that credibility but is able to kind of show you know that shows the mental stability of that of that player or group of players like, Hey, you know what? I'm as good or, Mm -hmm. you know, well, this is my shot. This is my shot to show everybody like, Hey, I may be on the bench here, but I could start for you. Right. And that, I, 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 I love those little stories like that. You know, like, Hey, he stepped up, he did this. It shows, Hey man, this guy can do it. And then he goes to another team and he excels or he drops off. You know, it just kind of, that's how sports is. right? Exactly. I was just about to say sports is so fickle too that you know just a simple playoff series like that where you go off immediately your narrative as a player changes that's right your stock goes up stocks go up just just like normal stocks right um and now on the other side Giannis got injured in the game obviously and former MVP defensive player of the year um he went down last game they say there's no structural damage but we'll we'll see how the Bucks respond now um, if he's not able to go, yeah. Which with knees and these guys are you know freaking six foot ten, all of them. It seems tough to just come back in a day, yeah. but um, you know, as the Hawks responded to their guy being out, we'll see if the Bucks can line up and take it to him as well at home. Yeah, I think it's gonna be ex- you know like you said, it, it, coming back from any type of injury being that big. I mean, it's huge, non structural, structural. It doesn't really matter. I mean, some it's sore at least. Exactly. Right? Can he go? the whole game no yeah. can he do minutes See, probably not like you would assume if he goes like, minutes, in the game of basketball you, you need your knees here's you know? the question even if he goes minutes you know is he gonna be is it is it even worth him playing mm-hmm. that's that's right. kind of how i see that mm-hmm. is it worth him playing is he you know do you start him out and say hey you know what we're gonna play until you we're giving you 10 minutes yeah see how it feels. how do you want to break the 10 minutes up we'll we will figure that out but if you want to go straight 10 in the beginning, we're good. I, you know, that's it. It's really interesting because that's a really tough decision as an organization too. Because let's say, God forbid, he goes out there and his knee's not okay and something awful happens. Yeah, tears, tears leg. Then organization's a bad guy when probably that player's all in on playing. So yeah. it's a slippery slope that you as an organization have to evaluate if this is 
if he's actually okay enough to play. Yeah, what are those conversations right. look like, right? Right. I mean, he probably. I mean, he probably. I'm, I'm assuming he's probably. I'm good. I'm gonna play. Let me play, yeah. and then you know, there's the like you said, there's the the opposite side of that saying, well, you know, this is where we kind of, and we hope coaches and organizations are having these conversations, but you say, hey, look, we're giving you twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. We're gonna break it up. You get ten and ten. That's all you get. We're, right. This is how we're doing it, and you know, as a professional athlete, I think that's pretty hard to. That's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. But also, you know, having those people around you that are hopefully having the conversation of saying, "Hey, man," and looking this out is, for you, right? Exactly. This is more about your future. This isn't about today. today right. Whoa! Look at that. Yeah. How, <laughs> how about that? Yeah. Um. So that game five's coming up. And um, we'll see who gets the uh, upper hand with two stars down the count. Oh, yeah. Mississippi State versus Vanderbilt in do or die game three, winner take all. Yeah. And I don't know about you, I'm a huge Mississippi State proponent of winning this championship. And they're up 6-0 right now, top seven. Um, but let me tell you why. That school has apparently never won a national championship in any sport. I so, did not know that. I didn't know that until, but you know, you think about it, and okay, it makes sense. Like football, no, basketball, no. Yeah. Um, and they've just kind of been on the outside. And I remember when Dak Prescott was quarterback at a school, and they were number one. I was like Mississippi State. Oh, fucking the these hell? guys. Yeah. yeah. Like they're not even in the top twenty-five ever. No. So it's so cool to watch because, kind of like the pods, the Mississippi State community is. Out oh, and about. You're pushing for the win. Out and about at yeah. Omaha. It, it looks like a home game to me. I guess there's Vanderbilt fans there, but I don't hear them. Rattling their freaking cowbells they State, have. You know, I was watching earlier. Mississippi State fans, it's the first inning. 3-2 pitch with one out. Everybody's on their feet. That's I, great, I man. love it. That's exceptional. And it's kind of like that is exceptional. the whole city is willing this team to win this game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what do you what do you got on that? You know, I, I just I haven't watched any of the games, but touching on that, I mean, you giving me that insight there of them never winning anything. Yeah. I mean, I'm pushing for them now just based off of that. Yeah, and Vanderbilt wins all the time. Not that that's a knock on them, but it's you're always gonna root for that team that hasn't been there. Of course, you're also you're always rooting for Unless the, the team you hate. Yes, yeah, that's a, <laughs> then that's, keep a them down. that's a different story. Um, <laughs> but you know, just oh nine nothing. Just the fact that there's. You know, College World Series, I don't think, gets the street cred that it deserves. Right. Um, you know, I think college baseball itself doesn't get the street cred yeah. that it deserves. I love college baseball. I love college sports, if you will. It's a much different game, and it's more fun, you know? It is. I, I will say, it, it, it. to me, it feels... It feels like a more personal game. Yeah. And, you know, if you listen to the game, you know, they have... They got sometimes you can catch some words from you know dugout to dugout and you just you hear that little banter if you, there you will go. little it, dugout banter exactly <laughs> it makes it makes the game feel more homey I hate to say that yeah. it, it really does and I I really like that again I, I'm I got no dog in this fight but just based off of the information of never winning anything I'm gonna pull, push for Mississippi State if you will I mean it just. That's so cool. Yeah. I love that. And as we're talking, they just hit another home run, so it's 9-0. to zero. Um, Jeez. And they lost game one, I think it was like 12-1, to one, and then they came back yesterday, they won about 11-1 to one or something. Wow. And now they're up 9-0, so the response there, exceptional. 
Um, like I think you hit, nailed it on the head of college baseball doesn't get the, the clout it deserves. Um, yeah. I'm sure a lot of people listening maybe don't even watch college baseball, but I promise even at the last inning, if a team's up five, like anything can happen in that last I inning. I agree. And I think that's and much more prevalent than the major leagues when it's like you need a really big inning, you got to make stuff happen. Like in college, it's still kids out there. You know what I mean? So pass balls, walks, weird stuff happens in college baseball where anything like it's not over until it's over and also just to kind of jump on that point i mean we if you're familiar with baseball you know the levels of baseball and you know you know some kids will just come right out of high school and they'll go straight into the draft Mm -hmm. and things like that and i think with baseball at a college level it's those are the kids that i don't want to i don't want to i don't want this to sound degrading at all but there's a certain percentage of those kids that may or may not have even thought or even had the opportunity of going to the MLB, right? And now following this, you know, college world series, if you're that kid and you're on that team, who's to say that you're not going to now have that opportunity to potentially get drafted at a higher spot. I mean, there's some guys on Mississippi state that may get drafted at a certain Mm -hmm. position just based off of how they're playing tonight. And that, I mean, like you said, it, it, I mean, we go back to NBA. We were talking about you get that guy off the bench, your yep. your stock's rising up, and I think they're. I I don't know. I just again with how low, you know, uh, viewing college baseball has, but your impact on the game at a, as a whole is huge. And I I don't know. I just thought that's it's so interesting. I like those little weird aspects of of sports, and I you know I think a little bit differently, if you will, in that aspect. Rattle them off. <laughs> Brought in our man Bobby Cardosa, the the man who flipped off the Dodger fan, went gem viral. Gem of San Diego. Gem of San Diego. The immaculate bird. If you see him around town, say what's good. He's a great guy. That's right. He's a great guy. And if you give him the bird, you're fucked. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sports Rangers guy's back. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And we'll be there. Drop of a hat. Of course. So, you know, he better not be wearing that Dodger blue. But... Going further, Stanley Cup is set. We got Lightning up 1-0 right now. Game two is happening right now. We'll see if they can go up 2-0 and kind of solidify that COVID ring. That's right. Uh, NBA playoffs, we got a big game six between Suns Clippers. Hawks, Bucks are tied at two, so very close series. And NBA finals should be exciting. All these teams seem really close, so we're excited about that. And lastly, the College World Series is turning into a Mississippi State hoedown, baby. That's right. Um, by the way, I didn't mention this in the, when we were talking about it, but at their home stadium, they have a left field lounge. Oh, Where really? they have, like, in the outfield, people, like, cooking burgers. It looks like a blast. I absolutely love that. And, I mean, that's, I, honestly, I said that's what college baseball should be. Where's the grills in left field? At every stadium. Yeah. So, I'm even further in on Mississippi State, and it looks like they're going to pull it out. So, any any parting words for uh, the good people of sports? <laughs> <laughs> no, this episode was great. I just want to give a shout-out to Bobby. I, yeah, again, I was like, about to say that, too. I appreciate him taking time and effort, you know, come getting onto our Sports Banter podcast. Um, I think what really solidified from that interview itself was – just how much of a Padres fan he is and how much Padre fans we are mm-hmm. and just him, his impact on 
you know, with fans is very exceptional. So. And the fan base in general. And, you know, as we were talking, through, on the podcast, off the podcast, we're all in alignment, and that's what this Padres season's been all about. So I completely agree. And with that being said, you know, following our episode, make sure we're getting those likes, following our stuff. <laughs> we need as much, you know, interaction as we can get out of you guys. Yeah. We already appreciate the love and the interactions that you guys have been giving us thus far but let's just keep it up keep yeah. it consistent we're trying to you know we're doing our best in here I baby very very well said by pb the polar bear <laughs> Tailman. that's right pb the Tailman. tm <laughs> but for episode 25 sports banter out, out.